Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm Kevin. And I'm John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies, and we're breaking them all the way down. Hi, John. Kevin. <laughs> I'm feeling good. We're the feeling, bourbon. We're feeling good. The bourbon's kicking in. It's flowing. It's flowing. It's got us in a mood. Some kind of mood. We're killing bottles tonight, boys. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we're making room. If you got a bottle of something that's lingering at your house, like a pour or two left, a heavy do do pour, that? dump it out. I try to, and I don't know why, just to to spread the love, but like I, I try to gauge the bottles i try to go around in a cycle to ah. make sure that everything is around the same level but okay. it makes for very, different types of ocd it then. makes a very expensive buying process because i i kill everything pretty much around At the, the same, same time, time. Ah. yeah well we're about to make a pilgrimage <laughs> that's right that's and that's why we're making room in kevin's liquor cabinet <laughs> and mine got to we're gonna go to kentucky and see what they know about bourbon up there the hint very little a lot (laughs) (laughs) um but we're also here excited to be back to talk more about cobra yeah the 1986 was it 1986 stallone masterpiece yeah one of the greatest films ever made (laughs) yes just everything about it perfect canon need we say more canon stallone done the plot fucking airtight (laughs) (laughs) no questions asked Everything, yeah. <laughs> everything, everything ties up like a neat, with a neat little bow. It is. I feel like it is Stallone's right wing wet dream. You know. Yes, that's exactly. I call it. It's like an ultra right conservative wet dream. Is this movie? Yeah, just fucking. Especially if you think someone's system. bad, if you know they're guilty, just fucking kill them. Yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about it. You get worry. away with it. You yeah. get away with it. We'll we are. We are. By the way, not condoning that behavior. We're no, just pointing I'm out. Just pointing out this fucking monstrous. We're pointing out this movie for what it is which is a nightmare for reasonable people yes <laughs> he's he yeah he this is movie big, should have been called the thin blue line because it yeah. is what is what people <laughs> wish cops could do it's like oh well yeah mistreat minorities and kill people with Shoot impunity first and ask questions later figure it out after the gun smoke yes yeah, uh, empty the clip and let the good lord decide i think it was <laughs> reno 911 oh, <laughs> But we're back for part four. Welcome, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Welcome, our friends on the Last of the Action Heroes podcast network. Yes. Listening in. You guys are great. Daniel Day-Lewis, thanks for checking yes. in, as always. And Dame Judy Dench in the yes. house. <laughs> Sorry about the queen, you guys. She oh. passed away today, but we send our condolences. We, ra- we raise a glass to... Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. She doesn't figure into this story, but it's still sad to and think most about of a, my a, British friends aren't particularly fond of the monarchy, yeah. like as an institution. Right. But she seemed like a genuinely decent person as far as we my, can see yeah. from the outside. I, I, For whatever reason, a lot of people in the arts community are just like, they are Anglophiles. Yes. That, well, that's when you're a fan of British 
culture. But then, but then like all about the Queen's Jubilee. They're all into like yeah. everything. They love those royal weddings. Oh man, they're all about some fascinators and royal weddings. It's okay. like they are all up about it. So it's it's interesting because I have an, an interesting cross section of friends that are not necessarily in the arts who are like, why does the monarchy exist other than to be a tax burden? And, you know, it's the symbolic thing and it's existed for a thousand years now. Well, and then others that are like, just down, they're like, we wish we were still <laughs> property. Oh, that noise. We, we wish that we were still colony. I love taxation without representation. Yes, yeah, the best. Um, what's odd, though, is unless you're listening in and you're like in your 70s plus, like this will be the first coronation of any of our lifetimes. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. Very fascinating to, probably to watch that. Probably not the last because the, the Prince Charles is probably next man up. But what is he, 70? Charles, yes, Charles is 73, I think okay. I read today. So it's like, unless he's got 23 years in him. Yeah. I don't know if his liver is cut out for it. But, um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. What is he drinking? He's drinking scotch, probably. Uh, I've seen him drink beer, but also, I, th- I think he's just equal, probably. Yeah. Definitely. Gin drinks some and beefier, maybe some scotch, some Bombay Sapphire. God, can you imagine the the scotch that's available to the monarchy? No, like I can't imagine that the the queen is a fan of much of a tipple. But even at <laughs> Balmoral, you know that they've got some oh. two hundred. They had some two hundred year old scotches Absolutely. in that basement. Absolutely, they probably had the fucking the best like brandy and everything like Man. that you can imagine. I, we should make it a mission to try some like just top shelf. 50 to 100 year old scotch sometime well, and just see what it's yeah, like after the after the pilgrimage to kentucky yeah, yeah, it'll we'll be time see. for the pilgrimage to the highlands yeah yeah oh man or I, I, the highlands in isla for sure mm. but anyway we just What's killed happening? five minutes talking Sorry. about the monarchy <laughs> i'm not i'm not sad about it i think it's kind of awesome so yeah so what like happened in this movie right before cobra here what happened in this movie before is that ingrid who showed up in the aftermath of a night slasher murder had then been targeted by the Night Slasher folks. They'd attacked her, tried to kill her. She ended up in the hospital under police protection. This plan's airtight. There's no way they're going to get to you. Um, there were uh, multiple cops apparently stationed there, but then we, we've we discovered that there's a mole, an officer stalk. Stalk, great name. Working, yeah, working on the inside for the Night Slasher cult who called but not only But she seems like to, she's one of the top brass of the cult yeah, as who well. earlier was like taking calls from She gets one-on-one on one audiences like with the Night Slasher himself. Right. Yeah. Or she almost seems like she's like a, I said before she's, she's like a soothsayer. Yeah, she's the like, fan club president. She sits and rubs his shoulders and says, here's yeah. what you gotta do. <laughs> Ramses muscles are number one. <laughs> it's all for you. It's all for you, Damien. Yeah. It's all for you. So anyway, Night Slasher <laughs> gets back into the hospital to kill Ingrid, is unsuccessful mm. solely because the door was too thick. Ingrid and, fended for herself. she fended for herself. For her. She got out of there, pulled a fire alarm. Cabretti showed up at the same time. I love that. No one showed up to save the day for her. She saved herself. That's also, like kind of rare. Nothing is ever really made of the fact that Cobra spent two plus hours at his home doing private police work. Whacking off, fucking jerking off to his mug shots yeah, and we, fingerprints. We, we should also mention that he was attacked. So yes. he, has, he has enough evidence between the... She saw multiple attackers under the bridge. Yes, he's been to- attacked by multiple people. <laughs> they were attacked by multiple people via automobile. 
for for him to later say this is it's a there's it's a big group. You're right. What it's proof about to do get, you have? It's about to get weird. <laughs> so anyway, Ingrid's fine. There's this big car chase. Night Slasher himself is out in force in a car. There's another car. Cobra anyway, terribly endangered Ingrid's yeah, life. It put her life in danger. Um, and by virtue of the fact that Night Slasher was too lazy to just go check and see if they were dead. They're right. still alive. And you that's, could have gone to walk right to the car up. and shot them both point blank. I got a gun in my room right now. <laughs> but no, anyway. The five point harnesses saved the day. Everyone is still alive and that's where we pick up the action. No one's the worst for wear. <laughs> yeah, so back at police headquarters, there's a meeting of, I guess, the city leaders. Cobra's pacing around the room like a fucking caged animal. Why? Why would Cobra be in this meeting? No. And why would this? Why would the yeah. victim be right outside? That's what the I said. Door? So Ingrid's just outside watching, which is like this loud, unprofessional argument going on right in front of the endangered witness. You know, um, it'd be awesome if the whole scene had been drowned out by the sound of gunfire from the shooting range that's yeah, across right the next fucking door. hall. What the hell? But the chief is freaking out, saying the city's become a big battlefield. We're going to have tons of legal problems. Yeah, you've got them already. <laughs> Captain Sears is saying the public's going to be crying for federal assistance, and they don't want the FBI coming and getting all up in their shit, which I don't know why. Yeah, but th- and then this is where this dude pipes up that I think is Priestley or Presley or whatever Presley that we mentioned maybe, in the yeah, last okay. episode, because this other dude that we've never seen before pipes up and says, you know, like he's freaking out, shout asking, we, we need to be able to keep control of this situation. Like, who are you? Why are you here? I feel like if the FBI comes, they're probably going to uncover like all the fucking incompetence is going on within. Right. The and that's probably the thing is like, like, we got to keep these. We got to keep the feds away. The government. Yeah, people, we don't want the, 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 federal, the federal people. people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Cobra says they're dealing with an army of killers, not just one. I man. keep telling you guys that. Monty says that that theory is weak and there's no evidence to back it up. Despite what we just said about there being multiple yeah. attackers under the bridge, multiple attackers at Cobra's apartment, multiple attackers in the, in the parking ve- garage, in the chase with in the parking garage. Ingrid could say, no, yeah, five people were there trying to kill me. And Cobra is like, three people attacked me at my apartment. There's corpses there yeah, that I left them. behind. Like count there is the evidence. There's not, this is clearly not so we, one we are, man. We are adding in, in addition to the three that I've killed, there are at least eight more. So yeah. All right. Maybe a militia then he should have called. But it. this is another remnant of the subplot in which Monty was like part of the which, cult. Which should, they should have kept that to the end. It makes no sense was, why you, cut that really i, mean, it, I can't it figure reads, it maybe it's because it's so it reads from a mile away that that's what it's gonna be and then it's like wait a minute it's not, Mon- a, surprise. Not a bad guy yeah. i'm more surprised that he wasn't <laughs> a bad guy uh but monty says that cobra's idea to take her out of the city to protect her is a bad idea sears agrees says she'd be safer in the city where there's plenty of police cobra says that's not gonna work we're dealing with fanatics that'll do anything to waste her but let me just like that's not a good argument. By that token, it doesn't matter where she is. So why take her out of the city? No, I don't know. I didn't. Was the term like of wasting someone? Was that ever like commonly used outside of movies? I don't think I've ever heard that. Cobra says it a lot in yeah. this, but I don't know that I've ever heard the finesse to do anything to waste her. Um, I without we should do a deep phrase. dive on yeah, the term waste, uh, on the term to waste because, somebody. Yeah, to waste somebody. I. I 
Probably. I, I mean, think it was it probably Stallone's was. idea of like cool talk. But you know? I think it, it had to have come from somewhere. Uh, yeah, he certainly didn't coin the phrase, I don't no. think. But I don't know no that phrase. I've ever he like never coined any phrase. <laughs> Except for yo, Adrian. <laughs> so Monty and Cobra, they go toe to toe. Monty's saying that Cobra's just using Ingrid as bait. Then he says, you've already caused a lot of people to die. How about letting her live? And it's like, wait, who's who, dead? Who did Cobra cause to die? Yeah, who else is dead because of Cobra? Unless he means like events prior to the start of the film, which maybe he does. I feel like Cobra probably has led to yeah. some people getting killed before. Co- Cobra, Cobra's um, internal affairs rap sheet is like 15 dot you know, matrix printer pages long. If you think about the fact yeah. that Cobra instigated that chase that we just saw. Yeah, that was and, all him. And... That he made that happen, and Night Slasher blew up those tankers. That probably people did die. Yeah, civilians. That it is m- sort of Cobra's fault. There was, and there's no way that he. That's why I'm saying is like, he would have been relieved of duty. He Dude, would. He would you're be, a maniac. You're too deep in this case. He would. He. There's no way he would be working still. <laughs> His badge would have been taken away. But without the without the Monty as evil subplot. Like, we're just sort of left with Monty just hates Cobra for some reason. Which is way less effective. Yeah. It's just like, man, it would have been so cool if Monty had been a bad guy. Spoiler, he's not. But, like, it turns out he's just sort of a pencil pusher. He's a dick. (laughs) Anyway. So, but Cobra is, like, clearly ready to snap. And Monty pushes him over the edge here. So, Cobra grabs Monty, throws him around the office a little bit. Yeah, Sears and Gonzalez step in. They separate him. Yeah, Cobra storms out. But not before he, like, he looks at Monty. He's like, next time. So, you're threatening (laughs) him in front of the chief of police? Like, now I'm threatening a fellow officer. Okay. So, the chief decides it's better just to let Cobra take Ingrid and leave the city if it means that maybe, like, the crazies will follow them. Which that's is like the insane. first. It's also the first good idea anyone's had. But, but that's it also insane. insane isn't let it? her die. Just let her. As long as it doesn't happen in the city limits, like our ass. I'm trying is to golden. think. Of, I'm trying to think of an equivalent situation where it's, it's so negligent. It's like just let, let's just pass the buck, baby. It's like Europe saying, "Move the concentration camps out of your. Move them somewhere else, so we don't have to. Do, I don't know. It's just like so. It's so. The logic is nuts. Being like, it'll it'll not be our problem. Anymore. Yeah, if he, uh, you know, <laughs> we won't have to reckon with this later. So Cobra and Ingrid, they lead the way in this pickup truck. I don't know what, whose truck Sweet it is. Sweet truck, pretty cool. Though. Yeah. Followed by Gonzalez and the evil officer Stalk in a fucking sweet Mustang convertible. Right. Yeah, that car is awesome. That was like the shit that uh, Johnny Utah drove in Point Break. I think it was the same model. Oh, was it? Um, that car is hot. That Mustang was badass. Is that <laughs> Gonzalez's like personal car? Probably. Where did that come I think from? so. It was amazing. He I saved loved up. that. I, I love that the music that starts playing does not fit the vibe of a secret escape. Bam. Bam. It's like very bam, funky. Bam. It's like, what's happening? It was. The song Feel the Heat by Jean Beauvoir. I don't know what his deal was, but um, yeah, it was a, a weird song. Ingrid was dressed like Rocky in Russia from Rocky Four, like with the newsboy hat and the shearling she, she jacket. Was sort, she was sort of dressed like Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> she raided his wardrobe. Yeah, they have the, they have matching flat caps, which I'm into. Ooh. So yeah, we see now that one of the the tattoo of one of the evil cult members, some dude in a motorcycle, sort of stalking him. Right. Ingrid is asking, are we just going to drive around until they try to kill me again? Basically, 
Cobra says you gotta have faith; they won't get you. That's not like, an or answer. whatever. That's not an answer. That's that's not logical. Bizarre. That's not an answer. It's not very reassuring either. No. Well, you it's, just gotta have faith that I'm gonna do the right. If I were her, I'd be like, I need to be away from you if I'm gonna live. <laughs> I mean, it's the start of of the the filmmakers trying to shoehorn in this romantic subplot again with Stallone. Always, it's like we gotta make this happen. I gotta make it with somebody. Make it with the champ. <laughs> So we see the bad guys are loading guns. Cobra and the others are driving through this beautiful California landscape. I love that shit. Yeah, it is very beautiful. Cobra is just staring at Ingrid. Look at the road, you fuck. I know. Eyes on the road, Cobra. <laughs> so she asks, why were you arguing with the other police guys? He says, well, sometimes they just don't buy what I believe. Yeah, no shit. Crazy. But what an odd fucking phrasing. What an odd thing to say. It's like he's well, trying yeah, to phrase it in a way that makes himself sound like very wise. But that's what, but that's the, it's like people that don't believe me are wrong. People that don't buy, believe in the same things I do are wrong. They don't buy what I believe. What? Um, I feel like that's Stallone's vision though for the character. But, but the, I mean, it's, but it's teeing up Stallone's probably personal view of the American justice system. At this point in 1986. Yeah. yeah. But like Cobra is this sort of his ver his vision I think is like, He's this infallible, like, he, outlier. He stands alone against the bad guys and all the other cops who are also, like, equally shitty. We should do a side-by-side -side compare. We should do a whole series, even if it's outside the purview of the, the time limits of the era of Arnold, yeah. of Stallone movies where he is a man of the law who is above the law. Oh, Yeah. I mean, Judge I think Dredd, Judge Dredd, he's got to be um, this, like Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Yeah, we have to look into that. Because, I'm trying to I mean, think what like was everything. Cliffhanger's deal. I don't know that he was a he wasn't a cop. He wasn't law enforcement. He was, in that, he, was, he? was he was like a mountain rescue. He was altitudinally above the law. <laughs> Elevation wise, Elevation wise, he was high above the law. <laughs> I love the thought of John Lithgow and Stallone's fisticuffs. Like Lithgow is amazing, but he is not like a tough guy. No. He is not a brute. No. You know? Um, anyway, I mean, we'll you talk about... You'd think he was. I love that movie, yeah. though. So we'll do that one another time, though, friends. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about this speech that Stallone gives. Uh, yeah. this, this back and forth. So really Ingrid speech. says, there's all these crazy people everywhere. Why can't the police just put them away and keep them away? Hey, tell it to the judge. What do you mean? We put them away, they let them out. Oh, it makes me sick. Like I said... You got to tell it to the judge. Ba what basically, the fuck? he basically he's saying if they let us just kill them, right? <laughs> we, if Cobra had his way, we'd kill all criminals or lock them up permanently. Right. Every crime, life sentence, or 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 you die at the hands it's of the, the crazy, police. It's crazy. There's like all Reagan, these crazy people everywhere. Reagan capitalism versus white boy. Racist we justice. We gotta like, stock up the criminal like, well, like prison well, we gotta, complex. We gotta arrest them because we gotta make money. But but you realize America would be a better place if we just killed all the. All this the is like criminals. the root of Cobra's philosophy: is that right. just the system is too soft on maniac killers. We should still be doing public executions. Also, just watching the scene, I just think about like the deep intellectual conversations that Brigitte and Sly must have had. Like Coke off, out of their minds. Off, yeah, it's like these two are the most shallow people on earth, I think. Just, yeah, absolutely. I, 
Oh man, that makes me really, really curious. Because she was young. She was so young. Like Yeah, she had to be. If he was pushing 40, she was early 20s, I think. And God love her. She was just probably like living the Hollywood life and being like, God, I've this is the dream. And, and I'm him, married and, to a and he's like, the, the, he's one like, of the biggest stars on the and, planet. And like he probably she woke up an hour later than he's been up for three hours pumping iron on Coke and steroids. Drinking and like, protein and he's shakes. Like, he's like, have you worked out yet? Go work worked out. out. What are you don't, eating? Don't touch me until you've, until you've worked out. And then only eating an Want egg. a bite of my <laughs> apple? What, <laughs> you don't like health food? Gross. This is so this gross. Anyway. a fucking freak. But, um, <laughs> so but, if you're listening, you're gross. Back in Cobra Land, they drive past like another evil cult biker. That dude, that's. I feel like it's the same cold biker. It's like same dude. These dudes know the shortcuts, and they're the Cobra for the super cop that he's supposed to be. Seems Not sort observant. of like oblivious to well, the fact they've bikers everywhere. He's distracted by Ingrid's, <laughs> that's true. By Ingrid's beauty and, oh, and, man. and by her buying into his bullshit system of law enforcement. So later on, they've stopped off at a convenience store where Gonzalez is like stocking up on junk food. Great day for junk food, babe. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I love Gonzalez's character actually at least is consistent. Yeah. Beginning to end, he's like, he's a, he's got a sweet tooth. Do you he love was, the, the big neon core sign in the window as he's coming out? For, for California. Right. Yeah, dude. That's a cool sign. It's it badass. was nice. So Cobra holds up a rubber frog and makes the hilarious joke, why don't you add a little meat to your diet? <laughs> oh, fuck. Stallone, he's just not a funny guy. I don't like frog legs, Gonzalez says, yeah. to, to ill effect. It's like, uh, this conversation's going nowhere. So now Gonzalez walks over to Ingrid, offers her some of his food, calls her a fellow garbage belly. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. And I love that that line, like, appeared to have, like, made Cobra's ears perk up. Like, what? Who's a garbage belly? Yeah, you <laughs> like, call me. Not Ingrid. Also, in the background, you see Stark is eyeing all of them menacingly while the car is getting filled oh, up yeah? with gas. Yeah, Cobra is over there rummaging for tchotchkes. Like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> like, Cobra's quirks are like, like he, he 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 Stallone decided Stallone decides in real time what quirks his character has. Like, oh, this will make him interesting. <laughs> he loves roadside tchotchkes. So he he gave a weirdly disapproving look to Ingrid, like liking junk food or whatever. Right. So Gonzalez, he buys a Coke from the vending machine, which how is that not a Pepsi? Uh, I don't know. It makes no sense because we've had Pepsi. Thus far in the movie, for all sure. All up in this film. Because they probably couldn't get one there in time on the shooting schedule. Maybe they're just like, they went to Coke also. Do you want to, like, if you're Pepsi, you have to demand, like, we're going to be the only soft drink in the movie. Right. You don't say, we're just paying for these couple of appearances and you can put Coke in the other scenes. Yeah, but, I, I think this was an instance probably there was like they didn't they didn't realize the shooting location. They just on location out. and there was yeah. a real Coke machine there. Yeah. So also they're in matching flat caps. Adorable. Yes. So Gonzalez and Ingrid, they get to talking about Cobra. Ingrid seems skeptical that he's competent. Yeah, you same. Know? Right. So Gonzalez says, I know he looks like a fugitive from the 50s, but he's sure is great at catching psychos. What a fucking... This screenplay was like written at a sixth grade level. You yeah. know what I mean? Like well, that's it's bizarre. surprising, yeah. Apparently the character of Cobra was like part of the... I just think of this when I see... You see Cobra just sort of standing there like looking cool. Yeah. The character of Cobra was apparently part of the inspiration for the main character in Drive. The Ryan Gosling's character. That makes sense. Was like the director... The the uh, dude from Denmark or whatever the yeah. fuck he like loved Cobra. Well, I don't know if he loved Cobra. He loved like the neon aesthetic. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, 
just looking cool with your glasses and driving gloves on all the time. Yeah. But but Drive looked like Drive looks more like a Michael Mann movie or something yeah. like that. It's so neon. I'm going to have to watch Drive again because it is literally like a great movie. Yeah. Drive is amazing. And so stylized. But it wasn't like. It just wasn't, yeah, it probably didn't have it all is, the... It is, Drive is what this movie is, would aspire to be. Like it could have been. Yeah, yeah, and it could, it actually, like if Michael Mann had this material in his hands, yeah. this movie might have been badass. But so, Gonzalez uh, tells Ingrid that Cobra is the pride of the zombie squad. She's like, what's that? And he says, it's the bottom line. And so, again, we, we mentioned this in the it last episode. all sounds last very episode. official. We still haven't ever been told what the zombie squad is other than the movie's allusions to it being the cops who are allowed to kill people We're the with no repercussions. They're the bottom line. What, what that ever means, I don't know. That doesn't sound very official to me. It's you if, you, if you don't think a judge is going to prosecute, then this perpetrator has to die. <laughs> we have to kill the perp. Yes. Oh, okay. So Gonzalez then encourages Ingrid to go over and call him. Something. And then he like whispers something in her ear. So Cobra, meanwhile, he's entertaining himself with a bobblehead doll. And again, this is this is one of those moments where it's like stolen like a human might be amused by this object. He, he comes off as just like a simpleton, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he seems to make fun of the woman for selling it. He's like, hot, hot item, item. Hot item. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> so Ingrid comes over. She calls him Marion Cabretti. <sighs> Cobra says Gonzalez isn't, isn't talks that John too much. Wayne's? Yeah, Marion. Yeah, Marion. Marion uh, Morrison. Yeah. I think John, John Wayne's Wayne. first. But name. apparently, it was like that was the that was Sly's inspiration to call Marion was because he was a John Wayne guy. Um, but Cobra tells says Gonzalez talks too much, and Ingrid says she likes the name. So another piece though falls into place. I feel like Cobra was probably a bullied kid, and that's part of the reason why he's like a fucking maniac. Yeah. Like. Power because he was cop. small. He's smallish. Yeah, and now he's like Marian. all beef. Now he's all roided up and fucking just bashing. He's, not a, he's still not a big guy. Nah, he's a middleweight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but so then Cobra says he always wished he'd had something a little bit tougher. She says like, uh, what? yeah, a harder name. He says like Alice. Oh god, fucking Ingrid laughs hysterically. Give Brigitte credit for trying to sell that shit, but Cobra says, "Well, we better get going." Then he makes like an odd point of telling the woman who's running the little chashki sand, no sale. Yeah, like, what a dickhead. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. Hey, and she hey just excuse laughs. me, miss. She's like, ha, miss, <laughs> no sale. Like, fucking cock. You could just walk away. Like, buy a Betty Boop, whatever that was, behind the thing. Like, <laughs> something probably costs nothing. You're handling everything. Yeah, you've touched everything already. <laughs> you've made fun of her to her face. The least you could do. Damn. So then they load in the vehicles. Now, the death cult, they're back to another one of their axe-clanking ceremonies, <laughs> like, in the open. Right. I didn't notice this before, but they're in, like, the bottom of an empty swimming pool. Like, oh, they're in the wire they're 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 like, the or something. The so, yeah, just a moment ago, we saw these dudes loading guns. Earlier, they tried to shoot the good guys in the chase and elsewhere. But at the beginning of the movie, we learned that the Night Slasher, whoever they may be, typically uses weapons that require the killer to be very close to the victim. So the book on these guys is very inconsistent. I never thought about it, but yeah, they've sw they've shifted to exclusively guns for the last it's little like, bit. Even Night Slasher was like, I got to kill him with a shotgun. Yeah. Which he sucked at unless it was shooting at an inanimate object. Like, it goes against their code or whatever. Yeah, so it's like, it, but it's uh, obviously they're getting ready for business, but also it's like, 
There's still people in there in business suits. <laughs> it's like, no, it's I think like, it was clearly the same shoot as the open. Yeah, like, I'm sure just if like, we look freeze-framed, it'd be the same people in the same position. Do you think positions. every gathering of the murder cult starts with axe clanging? Yeah, that's anyway, like the, yeah. <laughs> that's a call to arms. It's like the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, they're in the bottom of this pool, which what a pain in the ass to like, there, there's these ladders leaned up, like you're climbing. You have to climb down into the bottom with your fucking hey, axes. Hey, can you toss me my axe? <laughs> Drop that axe down here, buddy. Just, just toss it down next to me. I don't <laughs> want to try to catch it. I'll cut off my hand. So, later, Cobra and company, they've stopped off now at a roadside diner in this incredible mountain setting. They're always stopping. There's nothing. There's no journey. It's just like <laughs> I'm hungry. But I do love. There's a killer sign on the motel across the street. The like the the is yeah. in quotation marks as being like the crossroads motor court, but the quotation marks are unnecessary. You were yeah. I have a whole book of like unnecessary quotations, but you were sending like and I follow some Instagram accounts that are nothing but like antique road signs and yeah, stuff like yeah. at motels and shit like that. I thought that's this town seemed cool to yeah, me. It I would have very, very badass. I love I saw a bunch of them when I was out in Colorado, like yeah. all the cool mountain towns. That's so. very cool. Anyway, Cobra's like struggling with the jukebox while Ingrid's dousing her fries in this ketchup. Yeah. And then like the Fonz, he sort of just gives it a pop and it starts playing this fucking terrible duet like ballad he like he's like uh, he coughs and like hit it's so dumb and so the song is loving on borrowed time by gladys knight and bill medley i don't know who bill medley is is he another, a gladys like, knight song though yeah no clue so now there's miller light shit everywhere it makes me think that the song might not be that bad then but even though like hearing it, I'm like, know, this, it's pretty bad it's some, dude like soft pop it was it was stuff. something specific to this movie okay like, on the soundtrack it is Credit as like the love, battle, okay. the love theme. So for it's Cobra. something that Glad Gladys and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll get paid." Yeah, fuck it, no doubt. Care. Okay, yeah, yeah. nice. But so now there's Miller beer shit everywhere in there. Ever so RC Cola and RC Cola High Life Miller Lite Schlitz. And have you ever had a King Cobra? No. So but that's kind of an Easter egg. So once upon a time, once upon a time, we did we were doing um football pickums. Okay. With, with the writers on the staff at the agency where I worked, we did a football pickums contest where you you like pick the pick the matchups and see who like gets the best score at the end of the week. And so at the end of the thing, it's like this poor dude, he would like forget to do his picks and stuff. So like the the thing was that you had to you had to drink five or however many people were involved in the pickums thing. Like everyone bought a bottle of shit. That you had to drink. The cheapest shit. And I went and bought this dude. I'd never seen it. King Cobra King Mall Cobra. liquor. And he's like, oh, it's it's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. It's going to burn a hole right through your body. I love it. It still exists. It's still around. Uh, of course. So, <laughs> so Cobra picks up this huge like decorative hamburger thing that's in there. And he presents it to Ingrid and says, your entree is ready. It's like... Again, Ingrid finds his style of humor hilarious. Cobra doubles down, saying the hamburger is for a large family. I just imagine like the the waitress or whatever being like, "Sir, please put down. Don't touch the decor." Sir, that's not yours. Excuse me. I though Cobra would just fucking open fire if someone You're like questioned him. <laughs> you questioning me? So now Cobra turns his attention to her French fries. Do you have a life preserver? Why? Because your French fries are drowning there. Mm. he's like going straight in on her eating habits again 
then, it's fucking wild. Then on on first watch of this movie, I, I had a recollection that she she's like, "Where where are we?" And he's like, "It's a foundry it's town." It's a foundry town. That's why, a bizarre answer. Why that detail? And question. Why that detail? I guess just so that it makes sense later that there's a foundry, but you didn't really need that. It's like, well, first of all, set it up, and it's like right where a little bit. She's looking around the restaurant. Where are we? I would just imagine you said that it's a restaurant. Like, I don't the, know. How does that restaurant mean? Like, across the street from the which, motel. Why didn't she say, like, what is this town or something would have been a yeah. better line? Yeah. I mean, it's still read to me as, like, asking where in what the world this? they were. What but the for f- him to just be like, it's a, it's foundry, a foundry town. That is session answer all your questions. Okay. Also big on lemon farming. Yeah. We'll right. The foundry is right <laughs> next to a lemon orchard. But anyway, yeah. So well, the other thing was there wasn't at this point. There wasn't the amount of ketchup she had. It wasn't overkill. No. At this point, it was no. like a normal amount of ketchup. Yeah. But Coburn notices that Officer Stalk, she's over in the corner making a phone call. Right. Ingrid asked Cobra, do you ever let go and like, what do you do to relax? Look for trouble. He says, which I imagine is like, he, he laughs at it, but I imagine he means like, no, I kill, I kill homeless I people. Beat, I beat up minorities. Yes. I go on just strong arm my she, She's like, no, 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 no. I, I mean, do you fuck? <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, She oh. has, do you ever get in, do you ever get involved? <laughs> he said, this is the worst dialogue ever. Yep. He says, does you mean with a woman? Yeah, she says, a woman. yeah, a real woman. What the fuck does that mean? And she's like, yes, a real one, a real life, not a robot. A, a real live woman. I love now and I then, love not real life no. women. Like I think I feel like Cobra might frequent like Cobra might frequent sex workers a lot. Well, I like, think, what does he mean by not a real a real woman? I like think that, not I one think of these disposable. Has, I think like, he has sex with dolls. Shit. I think Cobra has sex with dolls. You know dolls. what? This is darker. I think he might like just like strong arm women into uh, sex. He's into like, necrophilia. Using his, no, like using okay. his um <laughs> using his badge to like. You know, this is like he's probably like fucking. He's probably like Ted Bundy's. Like, can you pretend you're We've dead? We've seen him hanging around in the morgue. I for think that no I think real that he's, reason. he's probably like maybe shit. It happened around that. He's like, can you just pretend you're dead <laughs> while we're fucking? Uh, uh, damn it! Yeah, but yeah, he's like anyway. He's like now and then now nothing, and then, nothing regular. regular. She asks why. He says, let's just say that not many people could put up with the way that I live, which nice. is fucking true. He doesn't sleep because. That has a ring of truth to it. I mean, we've seen his fucking apartment. There's not much of a woman's touch around yeah, there. Yeah, the space is cool, but it, it looks like a psycho's place. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. We never saw the bedroom, but it's definitely just a mattress laying on the floor. Or just a sheet <laughs> on, <laughs> on the parquet. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got the crazy work hours and this fucking maniac aggression. Yeah. He's like a constant criticism of his women's eating choices. Everyone's like, eating everyone's, choices. Every woman's dream. But I like if somebody cuts Cobra off in traffic and he's off the clock. What do you think happens? Murder. He kills them, <laughs> runs them off the road, and then he's like, uh, "They were a suspect." They had a car. <laughs> their license plate said "Awesome 50. They matched the description. Yeah, they fit the description. <laughs> That's right. Fuck. Um. So <laughs> anyway, she she asked, "Well, what if you found a woman who could put up with?" She you? is. Down to clown. Yeah. He says a woman like that would have to be a little crazy. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Emotions are running <laughs> She's high. She's like, what luck? I am a little bit crazy that way. I think we're supposed to read the, the red hot chemistry between these two, <laughs> which is just, it's so awkward. 
It would take Stallone being a human being for there to be chemistry. But at this point, it's like she's charming and and seemingly horny and he's still like an android. He's the Terminator. I would have loved him to fly on the wall like in their marital home because I just can't even imagine these two having a conversation. No. In real life. No, I can't imagine her like trying to come up and be like um, uh, tender loving in any way uh-huh. and him just being like you want to I, gotta, a, I gotta work out gotta work out do you want to do a bump with me before i work out <laughs> exactly yeah, that's it yeah here yeah. They have a glass of vodka i fucking hate horses bring, bring, bring the vodka down and watch me work out <laughs> what um okay but the cobra's attention is straight is wandered back over to stalk uh she's talking on the phone she checks her watch nervously yeah he's thinking something's up Ingrid gives her fries another dousing of ketchup, much to Cobra's like disgust. I love that she's attractive, but also disgusts him. <laughs> I know it was good face work from Stallone there. Yeah, like seriously, because he looked like this was he was disgusted. He looked by like it. he was going to vomit. <laughs> so now about a dozen armed cult members, they're mounting up on motorcycles. They're riding out, but they were mounting up in motorcycles in the bottom of that swimming pool. Right. Which I'm like, how the fuck can you get out of there? Are some of these people we think that, they're the same guys who were in business suits a moment ago. I don't know. They, yeah, we yeah. don't see anyone. It would have been sweet if they were it's riding. Like you, we need suits. you to be. We need you to shoot a gun, wield a knife. You need to own your own motorcycle. <laughs> or at least a dirt bike. Anyone who doesn't own a motorcycle, we're going to have some trucks there that are going to take you out to the event. <laughs> so now later that night at the motel, Ingrid's turning out the lights for bed. She likes to sleep with her wig on. Apparently. <laughs> That's <laughs> her real hair. Not, not. In another cabin, Gonzalez, he's checking his pistol, turning out the lights. Why are they in separate cabins? I mean, there's a lot of weird shit happening. They but, should all be in the same cabin. Well, well I got questions. But okay. so we see the evil officer stalk. She's hitting the payphone outside near the nativity scene because it's Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Christmas flick. Um, now, do you think, is she just openly calling cult headquarters yes. with all these calls? Like, yes. She, I feel like she's got a, a piece of paper and she's calling down the list because <laughs> you, you, have remember, you have to remember <laughs> what year this was. It was like she's making the first call and then the and then everyone else calls everyone else. Like soccer practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> soccer practice has been canceled, boys. Band we're at, we're at the uh, whatever, roadside motel or whatever it was. That's right. But so she hangs up. She walks out, finds Cobra just waiting to confront her there. Yeah, It's cool that he's left Ingrid unattended in her cabin. Nothing about it makes <laughs> sense. So she says she's just checking on things back home. Cobra wants to know why she didn't use the phone in her room. Oh, it's, it's out she of says, order. Now, is she sharing a cabin with Gonzalez? They I never so. show them yeah. in there together. I think they're but. supposed to be sharing a cabin, and then she changes the subject about the way. It's like, cool. It's cold. It's out cold. Oh, it's cold. It's just, I don't know for what it's worth. I just want you to know I think you're doing a great job, she huh? says. And he says, yeah, yeah, I think you're doing a great job, too. Bitch. Now, later, we see that Cobra, he's unpacking his satchel of grenades. It's intercut with shots of the evil cult they're approaching by right. motorcycle. It's that scene, man, like where the hero fucking arming up for G. battle. G.I. Joe, baby. We get it every time. Dress your G.I. Joe. Where did he get the grenades from? From like the army surplus? So that's a, was what I'm like. He is loudly assembling. She's trying to sleep. Yeah. And at this point, like when I first saw her turning out the light, it didn't occur to me that they were in the same, the same cabin. space. And, and he's over there like, clack, 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 clack. Yeah, it's like, uh, and it's, she's <laughs> like definitely keeping her from I'm just sleeping. Just counting my grenades, Ingrid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think police are allowed to just supply their own weapons. 
like that. He's like, on the zombie squad. <laughs> yeah, he's loudly assembling his submachine gun, which is keeping Ingrid awake. She's like, he's doing all this bullshit. I feel like he's trying to keep her nervous in this weird, like, sociopathic way where he's like, I want oh, you to be I'm reliant sorry. Did upon me. you get some me. sleep? And she's like, no. Yeah, he's like, oh, you should try to sleep. You're, you're like, being loud as fuck. <laughs> Shut up. We should mention, though, uh, this is where I have it, like in my notes, how inappropriate it is that he's shacked up with her in the room. Yeah. Like, how is it, first of all, it should probably be her in her own cabin with officers all around the outside. Yes. But if anyone's going to be in there, it should be Stalk in yeah. the room with her. Woman, not yeah. Cobra. Woman. Unless there was a scene that was cut out where she asked that Cobra be the one in the cabin. But still, Even they'd probably they'd be like, we can't do that for, but it's 1986. They'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, can he please keep his penis inside me to make sure that he's like, definitely. Got me, uh, got for me, sure. My location is secured. But so, yeah. He finishes putting this gun together. He's testing the fucking laser scope out. The gun was this oh like weird God. gun. It was a, it was a called a Jaddy Matic. It's like a f- gun made in Finland. It never really caught on. But it was like I guess popular in movies and shit in the early eighties. But no, no, just because of the look. I guess I don't know, but it was no different than it, like a Tech Nine or an machine. Uzi or something yeah. would have been so much cooler. But he got to put this shit together. Uh, which I yeah. guess was what was cool about yeah. it. I don't know. But yeah, he notices Ingrid's awake. Oh, I'm <laughs> he sorry. says, oh, have you gotten any sleep? She says, not really. No, he says, well, you should try to get some sleep. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah, <laughs> fucking dick. Queen. Let me know when you're done putting guns and grenades together. <laughs> Thank you. So she lays back down. Then Cobra says that he can hear that her eyes are still open. And then things, and then things, as if they couldn't get weirder, they get weirder. The ballad, the Gladys Knight ballad, cranks back up, and she's like, "Get over here and yeah, fuck come me. over here." Assertive. The song was fucking horrible. The director even said on the commentaries, like, like having the song back in this scene was like a bad choice. Yeah, especially he. This is interesting. He said the fact that we were intercutting it with the with the cult. Like yeah. closing in on them and then having the love ballad, like it just made the whole scene weird. Or a love like, scene with is the it cult suspenseful or is this a romantic moment? They should have had the love scene and then the cult closing in. Exactly. But anyway, Stallone, that was his Stallone gets his way. So she asks him, "What are you going to do when all this is over?" He says, "Strange, that. strange question to ask." Uh, I don't know. Maybe another case. <laughs> Fucking the obvious answer. I don't know. Maybe I'll do my job. <laughs> I'll just continue I being see. Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> but so she asks, are we still going to see each other? He And he wants to know, does she think that's a good idea? And she says she thinks it might be. Oh. Oh, hey now. Oh. So Cobra then gets up abruptly saying he needs to go check the I, window. I should check the window. And she grabs him and pulls him back over and they kiss. The key changes in the ballad, shifts oh. up. To let us know that things have escalated. Now, do you think they full on fuck here? Yes. Okay. But what about the window? He never, <laughs> no, he never cares. Yeah. Fuck it. I would think the last thing that is on Ingrid's mind right now is like feeling horny. Now when Stallone's writing this movie. Yeah, now when Stallone's she, the musk, she the looks, pheromones. She looks over and she's like, God damn it, I have to have that. He's the epitome of masculinity. She looks over there non-sequitur and is like, can you come here, please? Oh, Are they going to say, oh. can you come inside me, please? Well, that's, that's also true. <laughs> um, later that night, thunder's rumbling. It awakens Stalk. Mm-hmm. Ingrid's sleeping. 
And it looks like Cobra's just been awake all night with this fucking emotionless mask. He on is his ready face. to go zombie squad on the whole town. He's got this psycho look. I feel like he's got his fucking finger on the trigger or the gun. Is just fucking not a hint of emotion on his face. Like I feel like like real life. He fucked. He fucked Ingrid, and then went back to holding his gun and just like <laughs> went back into like his soul fled. power save he, mode. He or put some his shit. soul inside of her for the night, <laughs> so to speak. So now in the early morning light, we see the bikers. They're rolling into town, the fictional town of San Remo. Yes. Population 123 souls. <laughs> tiny, tiny town. Google seems to think it's not a real place. No, I looked it up. I couldn't yeah, find it. It's not it. a thing. So the tension's building here. Yeah. Uh, I guess a little bit later, Gonzalez is pacing around outside the cabins as Cobra and Ingrid's. They step out with like just smelling like sex. Just sticky. <laughs> crusty. Cobra tells Gonzalez, why don't you go see what's taking Stalk so long? Yeah. So Ingrid asks Cobra, why do you look mad? And he's like, I always look like this before breakfast. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is his like regular morning I after was like, routine. He, he's, yeah, he's is like, like, let me become distant and standoffish. I don't know how to act I, in social situations. I'm ashamed of myself because of my Catholic upbringing. Well, I think he's like not gonna push you away now. Yeah, like maybe you want the, me after later. we fucked. It'll make you want me more later. Um, <laughs> there needs to be a Cobra TV show. He's a fucking sociopath. Yep. But so Gonzalez, he comes back, says Stalk is gone, which sets off alarm bells for Ruh-roh. Cobra. The music gets weird. It's like that crazy. <laughs> That doesn't yeah. stop for the next. What instrument is that? Is that like a string it's instrument? Synthesizer, but I think it's supposed to sound like strings okay. doing that. I think yeah. it's all synthesized because for the next, what, 25, 30 minutes of the movie, it's like that sound intercut with like the like stuff from The Shining that sounds like Bella Bartok. There's almost no talking from here to the end of the yeah, film, just none, about. Which made the script except, writing uh, except very the, easy. the Night Slashers monologue later, which I yeah, do so enjoy. Little, yeah. But so. We see a truck pull into sight. We see Stalks over there talking to the driver, pointing towards Cobra. That's the guy. Cobra screams, everybody get inside. Uh, There's bad guys fucking everywhere. I love Gonzalez. I never liked that bitch. I never liked that bitch. Yeah, Yeah, me me either. That was a good laugh line. Uh, So... Yeah, they're immediately, they're wise. They're like, oh, shit, we've been sold up the river. Now, he sends Gonzalez to a different cabin than the one that they go into, which doesn't make sense. It's like... Why not all get in the same cabin and well, hold like, down the fort? But what if Finger did I want to fuck again? <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's where this episode of Six Degrees what of Schwarzenegger. If, what if she puts it on me? <laughs> what if in the gunfight we both get a certain way? Deeper. Yeah. Deeper. Yeah, they go, they barricade themselves in the cabin. <laughs> fuck? The cabins, and that's the way we're going to have to leave you. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I was, oh, what's going to happen? I don't know. I got a feeling Cobra at least is going to survive. I can't yeah, speak for anybody he'll else. He'll probably kill Ingrid or be like, just you kill her. I don't care. Kill you real live woman? A, <laughs> a real a live a woman? Real li- yes, a real live <laughs> woman. Shit. What? That's a, the weirdest never, shit in the uh, world. I can't even imagine Stallone in like a, a real live situation talking to a person trying to. Guys, I, I want to I talk to people who've been around him and be like, so what's the deal? I feel like it could have been that situation like Tom Cruise where it's like these women, like go vet this woman and decide if she's going oh, to yeah, be my totally. girlfriend. Yeah. It's not up to her. We don't have to have a conversation and see if we click. I just like the look of her. I would like, I would like for her to show up with me at functions. On red carpets with me. Can't you imagine how striking we would look together? She's towering over him. 
<laughs> which which probably why he ruined her because he couldn't stand it. She's so beautiful, but she's why taller she got to be five nine. I will ruin her <laughs> for the rest of her life. Anyway, <laughs> Sly, you're terrible. We love you. Oh, we love you. I mean, Watch we love Samaritan you. Watch Samaritan on uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> I probably will check it out just to see yeah, what that's about. I started about. watching it earlier. It wasn't bad, but okay, I haven't finished yeah, it yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, we've got one more episode to clue you guys into what happens in the exciting conclusion of this movie. Um, will Ingrid live? We don't know. We're not sure. Um, does Cobra care? We're also not sure. <laughs> But we'll let you know. We'll be back. 